Hey guys, welcome to Feeling Twisty. So, President Trump's in town today. How did you feel when you saw the title of this podcast, this episode? There was a time where I would have had a lot of feelings about the man and what he stands for. Doesn't matter which side of it. I just re remember a time where I would have had some strong feelings, an intense emotional reaction toward him. What about you? You know, now it doesn't really matter to me what he says or what anybody like him says or anybody on the opposite side or anywhere in between. You've got all these people. There's like a little frenzy happening here in town over Trump's president, uh, his, uh, not his presidency, over his visit today. It doesn't bother me anymore because I know that Trump or the Democrats, whether Pelosi's the president or Trump's the president, it doesn't matter to me because I don't depend on them for my experience in this life. Nothing I experience in life comes from outside of me. So I can't blame Trump. I can't blame the Democrats or the Republicans for my experiences for my little world. It does no good to judge him if you're listening to this and you're one that doesn't like him. It does no good to judge him. It does no good to judge anybody. Whether you're judging the man or the state he's in. Judgment, having an emotional reaction, doesn't hurt that person. It just hurts yourself. I know some of you may be listening and thinking, and there's no way, no way Mike's going to suggest imagining lovingly for Trump. <laughs> well, you might give it a shot. Because judging him or having any, any hate toward him or anybody doesn't you, does them, doesn't do anything to them. It hurts yourself. And besides, the same God that's in Donald Trump is the same God that's in you and in me. The Bible, I'm going to paraphrase a little bit, but in the Old Testament, you know, it talks about the gives God is the Hebrew words, and I may not be pronouncing them right, but it's Yod Hey Vav Hey, and that Hebrew word means self-existent one. I exist. And then in the dialogue, in the story where Moses meets God, he says, yo, who am I going to tell him you are? What's your name? And God says, this self-existent one, this awareness says, tell them I am. That I am is in you and in me. There's uh, a couple times, in the, well, I'm, let me just pull it up. In Deuteronomy 6.4, it says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And I'm going to read for, just to, to make this go more smoothly, I'm going to read a quote from Neville Goddard's uh, lecture, The Storm and the Calm. I love that. It's from October 28, 1968. The Storm and the Calm. <laughs> anyway, so here it is. So I say, Hear, O Israel. The Lord our God is one Lord. 
The word translated the Lord is I am. It's yod heh vav heh. It's actually yod heh vav heh is the self-existent one. And then he, ref he refers to himself as, it's a different Hebrew word, but it says he, he refers to himself as I am, who I am, or I am that I am. It's the same person, though. It's our I amness. So here we go. Now let me translate it for you. Hear, O Israel. Now if you look up in a concordance, this is me talking, I'm not reading. If you look it up in a concordance, Israel, it's, yeah, it's a, a nation of people, but in the, in the scripture, it's using those terms to describe spiritual points. Because the word Israel means he who will rule, he who rules as God. So check it out in the concordance, Strong's concordance, if you'd like. So back to Neville. The word Israel means the man who will rule as God. Not like a God, but rule as God because he is God. Now hear, O Israel, the I am. Our I am's is the one I am, not a bunch of I am's. The I am, which is our I am, is the one I am. And that one I am is God the Father, and who is above all, through all, and in all. If he is in all and he can't be divided, then the whole of him is standing right here, and the whole is seated right there. He's talking to his audience. So anyway, the, in Ephesians it says that there's one Father, in all, through all, above all, in all of us. We're all on the same path. We all have the same Father within us. The Bible says all over the place that God dwells in heaven. And then in the New Testament it says that heaven is within us. It says people will say, look, it's over here, it's over there. But no. The Bible says the kingdom of heaven is within. And the Bible also says that, don't you realize that Jesus Christ is within you? These are all just terms, personifications of this awareness that's in, in all of us. Don't you realize Jesus Christ is within you? He wasn't talking to just a few people in Corinthians, at, in Cor Cor Corinth, I mean, not the, just the Corinthians. That's just the name of the book in the Bible. He's talking to all of us. It's a spiritual thing. Jesus Christ is within all of us. So that same Jesus Christ that's in me, that I know is in me, is in Trump, is in you. That same Jesus Christ, that same I amness, is in all the Turks and the Kurds all the Syrians, even the ISIS members, every one of us, all of us on this wheel of recurrence as we awaken. And we're all in different states, all dwelling in different states. So it does no good to judge someone who has the same God within them as within you. Judging them does nothing. That just makes it, you're making a conscious decision about yourself so yeah, I would imagine lovingly for him or for anybody that really irritates the hell out of you.
This may seem weird to you. It did at first for me, but I tried it. I, I, I don't think Neville, if he suggested this, I don't remember, but I, I thought it was fun. So just take anybody. Take Trump. <laughs> if you're listening and you love him, that's fantastic, but uh, I, it doesn't matter to me. Take anybody. Take Nancy Pelosi or just somebody in your family that, just, that you've had problems with. Bring them up in your mind's eye and just give them a big hug. Yeah, I know. It's weird. Just in your imagination, see them and pull them in and hug them. Just embrace them. Hold on to them. Get past that weirdness, that awkwardness. Just hold on to them. Continue holding them, embracing them. Until you feel your feelings change. There is a love that bubbles up. Give it a shot. Try that. You know, off of Trump, with the Bible, it, it was a shock to me at first when I started getting into it and realizing that there's so much more than just a historical account of people. That if you really are interested in it, and you don't have to be, you don't have to be interested in it or, or you ever even read the Bible. But if you are, if you're like me and grew up in it, and you, you pull out a concordance and you start to look up these words and realize there's so much more. There's a spiritual journey here. It's kind of an outline of what happens in all of us. I've talked about how Moses means to be born, to draw out. And Moses is the personification of the beginning of the awakening within us when we start to realize, when we do realize that this almighty God that we've thought of as outside of us is I am, our own awareness. And then if you're interested, go through the Old Testament, pull out your concordance, just look up, the, look up their names. Look up the names of people. It tells you what, what they're talking about. Different. It just, I'm not going to go too deep into that, but not today. You know, my big brother, he got me, he taught me how to use a concordance years ago. He pulled it out. We had a huge Strong's Concordance growing up. Big, giant book. And he taught me how to research, look up words in the Bible. So thanks, bro. I love you, man. So, if the world isn't like you want it to be, if your world, your experiences aren't what you want in life, there's no one to go to. There's no one to ask for help. There's no political party to blame. You can't blame the economy. Well, you can blame the economy. You can blame anything if you're still believing under the thumb of secondary causes. If I am is within you, and it says that I am the Lord your God, I do everything. I, I, I kill and I make alive. I make sick and I make heal. I heal. I make rich and I make poor. I do good and I do evil. All that's in the Bible. It says that I am. I am does everything. So there's no Satan to blame. Nothing outside of you. No little devil hiding behind 
the closet door waiting to get you at night and suck your energy out of you. It's all within you. So you decide whether you're going to have a life of good or evil, health or sickness. It's up to each one of us to decide what we want to experience. So what do you want? What do you want? What do you want to experience? Whatever that is. Identify what it is that you want. And just sit back. Sit back in a chair. Get comfortable. Lie down on the bed. Just relax your body. It's, it helps me when I'm, my body is relaxed. I'm not in some uncomfortable position. You don't have to get into a lotus position or any odd position that's not comfortable to you. The key is to be relaxed and comfortable. So you don't need to re learn some sp specific position. If sitting in a lotus position is that's comfortable for you, then go for it. For me, I prefer a comfy chair or lying back on the bed or even lying down on my floor. Sometimes even on the toilet. <laughs> Just get relaxed. Let your body relax. Initially, for me, when I do it sometimes, I notice my heart's kind of pounding just from the movement and the excitement of what I'm about to do, knowing the creative power in the imaginal act. So I take a moment as I'm getting relaxed and just let my breathing get into a nice, comfortable, calm rhythm. My heart slows down. Steady. I'm not, not to the point of passing out, but the pounding subsides. And just let your mind sink into that awareness. Just the I am. Just I am. It's what Neville calls the first principle. It's like what Psalms, uh, the 46th Psalm, verse 10 says, Be still and know I am God. Be still and know that my I am my I amness, my awareness is God. Just be still. Just abide in that awareness, just being. It may sound weird at first. It did for me when I first started. Because I used to wonder, how do I get to that? How do I, how do I just get to the being part? Just the I am. It happens. Just be still. And then you'll notice that you're just formless and faceless. You're not Mike or Kim. You're not Amanda or Oren or Donald or Nancy. You just are being. I like to just dwell in that sometimes, not to get to any imaginal act or to feel something, not to you know, make something happen. 
I just enjoy sitting there in the silence, just being, just basking in that awareness. Some really cool things have come up when I'm doing that. Just beautiful, beautiful things and experiences and I've talked to people. I've gone places. If I was a really talented painter, <laughs> I think I, well, I was going to paint one of the scenes from one of my experiences, but I could never get it to work. That's what I wanted to paint for the art show at the Brimstone Museum. But that it didn't, what I saw, I could not put up down on canvas and what I experienced. I may talk about it one day in, a, in an episode. Anyway, back to being still. Just be still. And you've already decided, you already know what you want. You've decided and made it clear, not to anyone outside of you, but you know. Because you, you know, you know what you want. So in that moment, just in that awareness, you've detached from all of your problems, the things you, that seem to be problems. And bring that up, your desire. What is it you want to be, experience, have? And not not worrying about how is it going to happen. Let that fall off. And just bring up that desire, whatever that desire is, bring it up. And let it fill you up. Just play with that desire. What would it feel like to be this, to have this? And don't, don't be in a hurry, don't need to rush. Just let that desire build inside of you. You get to a point to where it's just, you feel it. You become one with this desire and one with its fulfillment. You marry this, this fulfillment, this desire, your imagination and this desire become one and it's fulfilled. You, this feeling, you're so in love with this wish and its fulfillment, that you feel the reality of already becoming that, already having that. You feel it inside you. You're so in love with it. So in love with that fulfillment, that wish fulfilled. So in love with it that just like when you fall in love in a, in a physical relationship, everything else falls aside. Everything else is, is you lose sight of that. It's like you have blinders on, you know? Nothing else matters. You know, those first stages when you fall in love. You don't, you can't eat, you can't sleep. You don't want to talk to anybody except this person. If you're talking to anybody, then you're talking about that person. Fall in love with your desire fulfilled. Fall in love with that. Become one with it. And let it sink down inside you to where you feel one with it. You feel this oneness with it. And you feel this doneness. It's done. <sighs> it's an act of creation. It's completely an act of creation. That's why in the Old Testament there's a lot of 
symbolism is about. Uh, there's a lot of creation symbolism. You know, when it talks about in Moses, when Moses sees God, it, Moses, God says, I will cover you, uh, put you in this cleft and cover you with my hand. Well, if you look up in the concordance, that's talking about copulation. And if you, talk, if you look when Jacob wrestled with the angel and the angel of the Lord touched his thigh and it shrank, it went limp. That thigh, look it up in the concordance, it's, it's a euphemism for the hollow of the man, the loins. So everything was written because that's the way, this was thousands of years ago, so that's how they put it in relation to create uh, the physical act of creation. This really is an act of creation, and that's what you just did in that little session, in the silence. Become one with the fulfillment of your desire. And then everywhere, everywhere you go throughout the day, you're dwelling in a new state now. You have your desire fulfilled. You'll see things differently, feel things differently. People will see you differently. And if you notice your reactions are still going back to the old habitual way, bring up that feeling again. Remember that love and that fulfillment, that, ah, that doneness. Neville calls it, in one lecture he calls it a uh, spiritual orgasm. Or God's orgasm. <laughs> it's just in this. I'm about to get PG 13, I guess, or maybe R rated. But that act of creation, the physical act of creation, once you're done, if you know what I mean, that doneness, that, oh, it's done. That's the same knowing that you have in an imaginal act, when you've felt it to be real and you've moved into that new state, you've fertilized that state, it's done. Oh. And I'm done for today. All right, guys, get out and enjoy the weather. Love you. This is Feeling Twisty.